Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker, which is pretty much where I'm going to just stay. Folks, you know, every week we get into conversation with our friend, our in-house doctor, Dr. Jonathan Metzl, and the conversations are becoming, you know, increasingly dire and eye-opening as to what Jonathan is experiencing as a Jewish American person in this country, what is transpiring in terms of the tribalism that is intensifying. Are we opening the door right now? Is the door wide open for Donald Trump to become the reigning king of fascist king of America? We are in such a critical, scary, tragic, worrisome, crazy fucking time. And each week, Jonathan and I are doing our best to engage in conversation to try and make sense of what increasingly just doesn't make sense. But what we do know is that this white supremacist, right-wing, anti-democratic Republican Party is using every fissure that they can in order to create a chasm between the American public and our beliefs and our values that are aligned with our Constitution and democracy. And with each appointment of a right-wing person like a Mike Johnson to be two heartbeats away from the presidency that believes in, quote, 18th century values, to Donald Trump's now referring to his Democratic opponents as, quote, vermin, which is Nazi language that we have heard before. And don't be mistaken like, oh, he's just misspeaking. He is not. The writing is on the wall for American democracy and whether or not, one, we can reimagine and rebrand ourselves as 
the authorities on how to bring this world and this country back together, or if, as Jonathan mentioned in an article in Salon, which I encourage everyone to read, which is incredibly important and timely, entitled Trump's Public Plan for Revenge, uh, hands Democrats the, quote, greatest opportunity for a positive outcome. Now, this title does not match the dire alarms that each of the authors and journalists that are interviewed, including Jonathan, are ringing. But folks, it is up at Salon.com right now. It is, it's critical. It's important for us to be engaging in conversations that are hard, that are uncomfortable, because it's the only way that we are going to get through. So I encourage you, as you may be deciding to gather with family and friends for the upcoming holiday season, that we need to be talking, not avoiding one another. We need to be trying to knit ourselves back together, not going into our corners, right? And there are constructive ways that we can do this, but we have got to start with the people that are in front of us and around us if we are to come back together again. Coming up next, my conversation with our friend, Jonathan Metzl. Folks, you know that whenever we have the opportunity to speak with our in-house doctor, Dr. Jonathan Metzl, we are always thrilled and appreciate his time and analysis, um, particularly during this time of multiple crises that continue to unfold globally. Um and, you know, I would be remiss if I was not also mentioning the fact that while we are covering what is happening in, in Gaza and Israel, while we have covered what has happened in Ukraine and Russia, there are also uh, an ethnic cleansing campaign that is happening in the Congo. There is also um, a lot of violence and destruction that is happening in several nations around this country that don't get the, sim the same amount of press um, and attention at all that we will continue, we will try to highlight and bring to light on this show. But Jonathan, uh, just recently, last week, um, you were telling us that you were headed to participate in a DEI um talk and conversation. Um, and Things started off well as you were texting me, and then they went left. So I just want to give you a few minutes before we transition to an article in Salon that you were also in uh, to talk about what happened uh, at this event and why it kind of um, opened up your eyes, made you uneasy and concerned about how we as Democrats, we collectively as a society are moving forward. Well, I just want to be clear. Thank you for asking. Um, I, I want to be clear that I spoke at six, seven events last week. And so I'm not singling out any particular event or any particular thing, right? I gave a lot of talks in general, very positive experiences, right? And that's kind of how, the, so the caveat of all this that you can't ever make on social media is like, you know, I had a hundred interactions and 99 were positive and one was anti-Semitic or racist or Islamophobic. And that's the one that everybody's going to retweet. And they, then it comes to stand in for everything. Like metonymy is the way that all that works. So I, I want to be clear that I had a lot of very positive experiences last week, but I also gave a lecture um, in a, in the home crowd for me, right? I mean, I'm a 
white guy who studies race, and I'm a guy who has studied race and inequity and structural inequity. I don't know, probably since high school. <laughs> like it's just kind of how I see the world, um, and and I do firmly believe that those are the places I feel the most comfortable. So this was a place I would have, I do still feel like is the most comfortable. Um, and I gave a talk about health, the Affordable Care Act and how health justice is social justice. And I was talking about the Bashir election um, in Kentucky and how important it was that somebody who ran on a platform that was, we need to give health insurance to everybody, expanding the Medicaid. He's got a, you know, been pushing for a long time to give health insurance to 100% of Black people in Tennessee. Um, so he's outstanding in my book. And I said, like, this is this is how we do it, right? It, it's not so much about, like, kumbaya, group hug stuff. It's like, let's fix the structures where everybody just feels like they don't have to worry about it. Like, there's somebody looking out for them, the whole thing. So I gave a talk about U.S. health insurance. I um, not that, you know, whatever, but I got a quite a large ovation afterwards. It was like, oh my God, this is so great. The world is falling to shit, but like, at least I have this crowd. And then the first question from the audience was, um, do you support the Hamas freedom fighters? Um, and I'm like, well, I didn't really give a talk just now about the Middle East. Um, I did say in my talk and like somewhere, like my dad is a Holocaust survivor from Europe who came to this country to um, to and, and he became a doctor because he feels like you know restoring health is the best thing he can do to repay this country and stuff like that. So I did say my dad's a Holocaust survivor. That's all I said. Um, and but the first question was about the Gaza Freedom Fighters, and I said, well, look, you know, I think the Middle East is really important. I'm happy to come back and actually give another talk about this, but that's not the talk I'm that's not the talk I gave and I don't want to just answer you in a fifth, you know, 15 second soundbite for something so complicated when we're all having this intense emotional response right now. Second question is you didn't mention the word genocide in your talk. Um, how can you justify not mentioning genocide? And I said, well, let me just say again, I didn't give a talk about the Middle East. Um, I, I gave a talk about health, equity and social justice. Um, so that was the first 10 questions sounded exactly like that, right? Um, which from were different, and I just want to be clear, yeah, like yeah, from, different from different audience people. members, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and then people were making comments like, um, if we just take all the money we give to the colonial settler state of Israel, then everybody in this country could have health insurance and stuff like that, which, sorry, I don't agree with. Um, but um, I mean, it's just like, it's easy. It's too easy to say something like that, you know, and, and just personally, even though that wasn't what my talk was about again, I do feel like part of the reason the world's falling to shit right now is in part for us, like it's not falling to shit for like Russia and China, right? The, the reason it's falling to shit is because like we haven't engaged enough globally in being a credible peacemaker and stuff like that. Like we're just relying on these allies, that we've had and stuff like that. So I think, you know, we need to be more engaged globally, not less. That's my personal feeling, but again, nothing to do whatsoever with my talk. So the first 10 questions were all about this. And it was just weird for me because like there had been three talks before mine and they were mm -hmm. all people who probably weren't Jewish. <laughs> and weren't I was going to, I was going to say, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, so <laughs> yeah. the, the difference is here that yeah. in your talk, you, you talked about your family history, which involves the Holocaust, yeah. namely stating that I am Jewish. And then the response to that was, 
a barrage of questions on (laughs) something that you didn't actually discuss at all. What do you think, though, Jonathan, was what, what did you glean from the point of that being to hit you with those types of questions when it wasn't the premise of your talk or, you know, of of that of that engagement? Well, so honestly, if somebody would have asked me, um, it it honestly it fucking pissed me off to be honest. Like, um, it it really was insulting to just to be totally honest. I didn't see it coming. I wasn't prepared for it. It's not like I'm not talking about the Middle East, um, but I think it was here's a Jewish guy, um, right. W- the answer for all Jewish people everywhere, mm-hmm. even if that's not what you're talking about. And I didn't, I was supposed to do a book signing. I actually left. I didn't do a book signing. Um, I, um, it just, it, and it was just, the weird thing was like for the first hour of my talk, I was like the hero in the room. Um, and, and then I, um, I just, I didn't even do the book signing. Like I just was like, this doesn't feel safe for me you know what i mean like it was weird in Mm -hmm. five minutes everything changed and i just think like my one of my closest friends at vanderbilt my close colleague we work together all the time um she's palestinian um christian lebanese and she has a really complicated history in the middle east also like as i've talked about on this show i've worked i have a lot of family in israel i've worked Mm -hmm. for israel palestine physicians for human rights um you know if you're Christian, Palestinian, Lebanese, you also have a really complicated history with the Middle East. And so every time now she told me she gives a talk, liberal audience are, are asking her, will you disavow Hamas? And she's like, you're asking me that why? Because I'm talking about like business um, strategy <laughs> and stuff like right. that. So I, it's just like this form of like identity politics that for me is like incredibly, incredibly dangerous, honestly. Um, and just to be clear, if somebody would have asked me, I've been thinking about this a lot. If somebody was said, you're a Jewish scholar of race um, with a particular family history, um, and you've been an advocate for social justice, and how does your history and the research you've shared with us help you understand what's happening in the Middle East right now? I think that would have been a totally fine question for me. Um, you know, I think if somebody would have acknowledged like, hey, people are different. They have different opinions. Your experience must shape why you do this work. I, I actually think I would have been fine answering that question. It was more like putting me on the spot to like disavow genocide. Um, the way that my friend is put on the spot to disavow Hamas, knowing nothing about like my position or my attitude or anything like that. It's just, you know. The wait is over. The shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. 
Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. And I think that what you experience and what your colleague experience, colleague experience and what like Muslims continue to experience every time that there is some type of attack. We think back to 9-11 and the ways in which um, Muslim Americans were singled out to consistently, if you are from a marginalized group and a member of said group commits some type of atrocity, it is now your responsibility to disavow that atrocity. Right. But every time that a white Christian, you know, MAGA gunman goes in and slaughters a bunch of people, whether it's at a movie theater or a concert, we don't ask every white senator or every white person who is Christian to come up and disavow gun violence. Right. And so it's just like that experience, I think, is even not even just about identity politics. It's that coupled with the tribalism that is being exacerbated by this really intense moment that we are in. And like, I'm sorry, I'm at a DEI event. Like, you know what I mean? Like if anybody should know (laughs) not to like have one person stand in for every single person because it, because it's not a useful conversation, right? To say, here's your position, here's my position. And I want you to assume this position or whatever, like, like a DEI event, should be the last place that um, <laughs> that this kind of thing happened, right? And so it's just, um, it was just like, man, if, if we're fighting, and so, and, and I've had a couple other, like, I didn't even tell you, like, pretty weird, you know, just people are crazy <laughs> right now. Like, I mean, I don't know, I grew up the only Jewish guy in Missouri, so I think anti-Semitism <laughs> is like... It's like I don't know. I I just felt like I outgrew it or something. It's embar it's embarrassing because it's so dumb. But it's like really everywhere right now. A lot of the stuff where everybody's like, "Oh, you're not me. You're you." Like there's a level of tribalism right now that is incredibly divisive for the like coalitions we've been building for the past however many years, and it's also just like dumb. It's also dumb. And I've had like so many like dumb things happen that are just like left me scratching my um alopecic head you know that are um that that are that are just um you know i mean we can talk about this later but like people like over identifying with one group or another to like virtue signal against other like i had somebody interview me um 
people are faking like they're Palestinian in interviews with me <laughs> to like critique Jews. Like someone, and so I said a few things it's in just, Arabic. It, like it's, it, it's, it's just, I think that we're in, like, I think that your experience illuminates for us what a, I, I, I want to say like what a tragic, but also hysterical time that we're in. Meaning that the the hysteria, the 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 wave of emotion and like, you know, I, I, I mean, I can look at what Amy Schumer has been called out for doing on social media in terms of centering herself in like in in the crisis and somebody that had used the language that she's been using on social media in posts that she has since taken down um if she were Muslim and doing that, her career would be over. And so it's just like this this idea, we can both have intense emotions and work through those emotions without having to falsify, exaggerate, or center ourselves in something that we are not experiencing in the same way that people that are living in this space are experiencing it or people who have family and friends that are living in this space are experiencing these things. And I'm just like the reactions as this goes on, as we enter day, as we enter like day 40 um, plus is just, I'm really concerned about, about how it is, how the emotions are intensifying, not lessening. Right. You know, the, the, and, and, and where that is going to take us. And I, I want to give you an opportunity to respond, but then I want to transition quickly to your, uh, a piece that you were interviewed in for Salon, which I think kind of dovetails what's happening here. Well, so, I mean, again, I'm not, I'm asking for like this, you know, it's life and death right now. I understand why this is so emotional and so profound. Um, and, I don't know. We could do like 900 shows about this, honestly. I will just say that um, I'll just say that I've been thinking a lot about, remember that movie, The Great Hack, I think it was called, about the Cambridge Analytica method where they would have fascists or right-wingers take over countries. And what they would do would be to find these divisive issues that would split apart coalitions, um, like profoundly split apart coalitions. And the aim wasn't to um, get people to vote for their party. They realized that the old method of like political manipulation was to get people to vote for your party. But the new method was to feel like their friends were really their enemies because of something that felt like deep and essence. And then the goal was to get these people not to vote for their candidate, but to not vote, to feel like the, the, uh, the system wasn't working for them. Their allies were no longer had their best interests. And this led to like political upheaval in all these countries. Right. And it was tried on us with Trump and then we overcame mm-hmm. it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I just feel like, there's a level of like, it's like tribalism, but also, man, there is a lot of manipulation happening right now to set people against each other. Um, that is completely fracturing. I mean, it's just really dangerous. It's dangerous because of what it is, but like, I don't know if somebody really believes who was my ally two months ago that now because I'm Jewish American and because I'm a child of a Holocaust survivor and my dad is having like PTSD flashbacks about what's happening in the world right now. And that's my life. And I'm also somebody who's been um, 
protesting, as you know, in person, the Netanyahu government in Israel for a year um, and have been part of coalitions that are doing that and stuff like like my views on this are like shaped by all the work I've done, all the coalition work I've done and stuff like that. Do you really want to put me in like a category of like good or evil based on what you think my position is? And then if I'm evil, I'm just evil. And, you know, and I just the, the level of you us and them right now which is breaking people into like little groups is exactly exactly <laughs> what this cambridge analytica model was which was how fascists take over is you break people yep. into groups you don't trust institutions anymore you don't trust compromise or dialogue um you don't you don't see strategy co- coherently and if there's like 900 we become like a bunch of like protest parties 9000 protest parties and then Trump takes over because everybody's anxious. And then the country is like, oh, well, we need a fascist to put it all back together. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. And I think that that is exactly what we're seeing happen. Yes, there is a there is a significant amount of misinformation, which I believe that we are also readily aware of. This is not our first time. It's not our second time. Like we know um, that it is happening. I also think, though, and this is what made me concerned about the piece in Salon uh, that you is the fact that aside from the misinformation progressives in a whole host of buckets are really angry with the Biden administration. Yeah. And the piece ends with saying, you know, we have 12 months 
to kind of sort out what our differences are. And I, I argue against that. I think that we have more like, you know, eight to 10 months. Right. To, to sort that out. But I'm like, the fact is that there is video coming up of Joe Biden talking about Zionism. There is video uh, and, and things that are circulating that aren't misinformation, right? That are actually just from 30, 40 years ago. And it is driving this sense of frustration that people were already having, right? Which is why the the administration is saying, you know, we've done all of these great things. But the fact of the matter is when I talk to Democratic messengers, voters don't care about what you have done. They care about what you are going to do or what you right. are actively doing. And what is problematic with this administration as it pertains to what is happening in the Middle East right now is that many believe that you cannot fight for democracy at home and talk about fascism and stochastic terrorism and all of these things and credibly stand and say that here and be and be arming and weaponizing, right, like against other groups' self-determination. And so I find I'm wondering for you, as you read through, you know, as you as you offered your interview in this piece and as we move as the as the calendar year is about to change, you know, I feel like there's always a blame that is placed on progressives like, oh, it's going to be your fault, black people, if you don't come out. It's going to be the young people's fault if they don't come out. It's always somebody's fault as opposed to the people who are in power that are actually actively not trying to get people's vote. And it isn't enough anymore to just say Donald Trump is going to be, you know, the, I'm. we know this, right? And I'm voting for Biden regardless of where my feelings are with him right now, because the opposite is just too fucking dangerous. But I think that there are too many people that don't believe that. And frankly, I know a lot of them. No, I know a lot of them too. I mean, I, I think that just saying vote for me because the other guy's worse is not we've known you you have to actually be motivated to vote for your person i mean you know just forgetting this moment like bob dole didn't win john Kerry didn't win like unmotivated characters um don't win elections and biden is if people aren't excited about biden he shouldn't be the nominee as i've been saying on this show for over a year and um and and, and i wish that we had somebody who was I mean, you know, I'm, it's, it's funny because like, I'm, I'm not saying like, this is all misinformation. I think there are real issues. I, I mean, I think what's, what's happening is we're highlighting like real issues. And I wish, I, I personally deeply feel like if Netanyahu wasn't the head of Israel and if we had a better, more nuanced politician who could have advocated for many positions at one time, instead of just embracing Netanyahu in the beginning, I, I just, I just don't feel like personally we would have even gotten to this point right it could you you can have all these things like um so i, I mean obviously i'm i'm not trying to dance around it like i don't support i don't feel like what's happening now is in anybody's interest i don't think bombing and killing a bunch of people is a good ethical or moral or strategic move um um but i don't know like i just think that um I just think that things are really urgent right now because like the things that would need to change in the next nine months maybe are replacing Biden as the nominee, but then that would sure set off a fight in the Democratic Party. And do we have time for that fight right now? No, I no, don't know. no, um, we do not. 
And like, again, like I've been vocally and physically, in terms of like my body against Netanyahu, um, because I think it's incredibly criminal and disrespectful to walk through other people's holy places and expand settlements and all these kind of things. Um, and, but but in Israel, like all my friends are like terrified. What would it mean for them to switch leaders in the middle of, of a war and stuff like that? And so just the pieces that need to change right now um, are because like I do, I just will always believe. I mean, I mean, I'll just, if you want to know what, like what my beliefs are, um, you know, I think that they're, I think that, I think that splitting apart, like, just to be honest, I'm friggin' terrified for Jews right now. <laughs> that march in Washington scared the crap out of me um, because uh, I don't think I don't think just allying with conservatism is a great move. Like I think we're in alliance with like everybody we've historically been in alliance with um, forever, and I do think there's a room in democratic liberalism to support the idea that there should be a protected homeland for Jews, but also not support the murder that's happening right now. And I, it's taken yeah. me a long time to really think about that. Yeah. So yeah. I think like if there's a realistic peace plan that's going to like create, that's going to come out of this horrible moment. But the thing is like the U.S. needs a leader who's like a visionary that's promoting that model right now, not just that, And I, I mean, the here's the thing. I know. Yeah. And I, and I ho- <laughs> wholeheartedly agree. I'm against. Yeah. Right. I yeah. wholeheartedly agree with you. And I'm just like, but when you said even 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 the 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 thought of switching from Biden to somebody else at this moment in our in 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 our global heated moment in our no, no. like domestic heated moment I'm like are we crazy like no that like that literally cannot happen and at the same time I'm just like yeah I wish that this was not the horse that we were all supposed to get behind like yeah, that, that is that is facts. I mean, you know how the I'm not going to make a horse joke. I'm not going to make a <laughs> diuretics joke or Lasix or anything like that. I'm not going to make that joke. Um, but but I'll just say like I don't know. I'm going to try to be optimistic. Yeah, um, it's it's I'm better, uh, it's I'm a, a better it's person. A, it's a tall. It's a tall. It's a tall. I'm a, I'm a better person because of all the alliance work I've done in my life, and I feel like that's what I'm. That's what got me here in my life, and and I and I still feel like I'm in alliance with the same people I've been in alliance with my entire life, and 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 now is a really hard time, right? People are really having really hard conversations about this. I think it's unfortunately like the reason Biden won last time was because of a grassroots belief in that kind of betterment. And, and I do think that, um, I mean, I don't know, where do I draw the line personally? Like, I just, I don't want my relatives or anybody I know in the Middle East to get thrown into the sea. Like, that's just kind of where I draw the line personally. I think there's a line for talking about that, that still maintains like all of our alliances in this country. And I think we also have to realize that the response that's happening in this country is a response to like fractures in U.S. politics. It's certainly about what's happening in the Middle East, but it's also about like unresolved fissures about everything that Du Bois wrote about, you know, yep. a long time ago. Yep. And so, yep. and so if we come out of this with a 
peaceful two-state solution that is vibrant and energizing and the new center of the world. And if we come out of this, like exposing our divisions and coming closer together through those rifts to realize like the alliance, then that's a great outcome. If we come out of this with Trump winning, Jews all becoming Republicans, in which case, like, I'm out, you know, and stuff like that, then it's a, <laughs> then it's a worse outcome. So it's a scary moment. Um, I guess the only thing I can say is the night before the election, if every liberal, progressive, anybody takes ayahuasca um, and then goes to the polls, like tripping out on shrooms and stuff like that, and then votes, that might be the best way we get through this. But it's it's a scary moment, man. It's bad. Um, and we will put a pin in it uh, for the for Where's for the this cheerful? Week, Come on, it's, uh, you've been promising. There is, yeah, um, there, you've been promising me cheerful one. for years. I, I tell I tell people all the time, like, go after this episode, go take a walk, go take a walk, go do some deep breathing because it is. Um, we're going to be in for a ride. Uh, come come twenty twenty four. It's but it's it's honestly, not going I would, away. I would love to hear from our listeners, honestly, um, because you know I'm I'm. Folks respond. I mean, this is hard. Yeah, Yeah. it's a hard, it's a hard moment. And I think that it is, um, if you're having conversations on your own, we're all, you know, many people who do celebrate the holiday are getting ready to gather with family and friends. Um, you know, it, it is an important time to be in conversation, not to be avoidant. Um, and I encourage people to have constructive conversations, to have compassionate conversations that allow us to move forward. But we, we will be back next week, Jonathan, and no always doubt. appreciate your time. Hang in there, everybody, and take more hallucinogens. <laughs> that is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.
effect. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.